On that first Christmas, the angels announced peace on earth. But where is it? We want to get life right. We want to be happy. We want the people around us to be happy. But there's so much to worry about. And once we start thinking about what could go wrong, it's almost impossible to have peace right now. There's so many what ifs in life, but it is possible to experience peace right now while looking at the reality of our future. How? Well, that's what the Christmas story is all about. So let's talk about it together. Have you had much peace the last few weeks, you know, especially with Christmas coming up as we're recording this? Like, what if I don't buy the right present? And what if I don't get the present that I want? What if, what if I spend too much? What if Uncle Carl comes to Christmas dinner and ruins it? And for the kids, what if, what if I touch that elf on the shelf? And that's just the last few weeks. What about the rest of the year? Like, what if, what if I'm raising my kids wrong? What if I made the wrong, the wrong choice for this financial decision? What if, what if I lose my job? What if I lose my health? What if I make the wrong choice for my future? And then that's, that's just life. What about like all the religious what ifs? Like, what if I'm wrong about God? What if, you know, I'm not doing enough to, to balance out my good and, and my bad? What if I've made the wrong choice in religion? Fear of future what ifs poison our peace now. So what do we do? Well, we ignore it. There you go. End of episode. No. So we ignore it? No. We, uh, we hope things work out by sending positive vibes and thoughts out into the universe. No, do we try to control it by like making more money or working hard or, or you know, improving ourselves more and trying to control outcomes that we know we can't control anyway? No, none of it actually works, does it? It's like taking a breath mint when you haven't actually brushed your teeth or using extra body spray when you actually haven't showered. The stink is still there and it's definitely going to get worse as time goes on. Why? Because the problem, the root problem is still there and when you think about the the what ifs in our future like they're not just imaginary what ifs these are things that could actually happen and that reality that scares us there's a real fear there and that fear makes it impossible to truly experience peace now but what if see what i did there but what if there is something that can actually take care of the root problem what if there is something that eliminated the fear of future what ifs and allowed us to experience a full, rich, enjoyable life now. Well, that's why I'm so glad you're watching this or listening to this, whether you're religious or not, because this is why the Christmas story is such good news. We are all invited to something so much better than a what if life. The peace the angels announced wasn't the absence of conflict or pain or even responsibility. The word they used was shalom. God's perfect peace, God's completeness and wholeness being experienced in his people every day. Being able to experience complete and whole peace with our past, our present, and our future what-ifs. Because the baby those angels were announcing wasn't just any baby, and it wasn't just, you know, some super holy baby, and he wouldn't grow up to be, you know, just a good teacher or even a great example to look up to. What the angels were announcing was that somehow this baby was God who had come to live with his people, which was something God had promised over 700 years before these angels showed up. All right, then. The Lord himself will give you the sign. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. 
For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government and its peace will never end. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David for all eternity. The passionate commitment of the Lord of Heaven's armies will make this happen. When Jesus grew up, he claimed to be this person. Which means either he was mentally ill or super prideful and thought he could trick everyone or that he was actually telling the truth. And when Jesus was challenged to prove this like really hard to believe claim that he was this God man, he said the only proof he would give is that he would be executed and then three days later he would rise from the dead. And then he did it. And he was witnessed being alive by over 500 people. We have some of their accounts in what we call Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John in the New Testament. Eyewitness accounts that Jesus actually did rise from the dead. Jesus proved he is stronger than the greatest what if. Death. And in doing that, he proved something else. Something very important. He proved that there is a God. A God who made you on purpose. A God that sees you and knows you and loves you, and likes you. He's not mad at you. He's not disappointed in you. He's not disinterested in you, and he's not distant from you. He came to earth to show us who he really is and how we can experience a full life now and forever. He showed us that we can know him and trust him and love him, and that we can even trust him with our future what-ifs. I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. To experience real peace now, we need something. We need someone who is even stronger than what the world can throw at us. And Jesus claimed to be that person. The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. Jesus has overcome the world. He's overcome those what-ifs that threaten to steal what's important to us. He's overcome those what-ifs that threaten to kill our dreams and our relationships. He's overcome those what-ifs that threaten to destroy everything we hold dear. Jesus says, I have conquered the power of what-if. And because he has overcome the world, he says, take heart, meaning be courageous. He says, if you trust me, you don't have to be afraid. Trust is the antidote to the poison of worry. I mean, think about it. If What is there to fear if Jesus is who he said he is, like what would be too much for him? What would accidentally slip by him and, and, and get us? What would make him run and hide from us? Nothing. Even when some of our greatest what ifs come to reality, we can trust that we're not alone. We can trust that we still have purpose and a future. We can trust that he is still guiding us, loving us, and caring for us. If Jesus is who he said he is, then he can do what he said he can do. He can give us peace in the face of all of life's what ifs. And he bases all of it on his love for us. It's not something that we can earn by being really good and make sure that we, we deserve it. No, it's something he offers for free. It's a gift. And we don't make people earn gifts from us, do we? No, and neither does he. How do you and how do we get this gift? Like any other gift, we accept it. Jesus' peace is a gift we get to accept. And that's Jesus' invitation. He invites all of us, whoever you are, wherever you're from, whatever you've done, he invites all of us to trust him, to accept his gift of love and peace and forgiveness, to trust that he really is who he said he is and will do what he said he will do. He invites us to, to trust him that God actually loves us, loves us enough to come as a baby and grow into a man who showed us what love really is and who conquered evil and death by dying and rising for us. 
He offers us a life where our past isn't held against us, where we have no record of wrongs, where he can make us new and make us into who we were always meant to be, enjoying a full life we were made to enjoy and experience now and forever. And if you've come to a place where you want to accept it, and this isn't a hard sell, like if you're still questioning and you're still maybe confused or, or whatever, that's totally fine. We don't, we don't push this on anybody. But if you are at that point where you want to accept that life and that, that peace, I, it would be horrible for me to offer the gift and not give you a way to actually accept it. A life of peace and trust can actually begin today. And all you have to say is, Jesus, thank you for loving me. Thank you for your invitation of love and forgiveness and peace. I accept it. Make me into who you created me to be. Help me trust you and your love for me. If it's your first time doing that, like accepting his life of love and peace and forgiveness, will you let us know? Not because we want like, oh, you know, we, we can add this up to our number. No, so we can help you know what this love is about and, and how to enjoy a life of peace and forgiveness with him. See, now that you've accepted this gift, when the what ifs come sneaking in, because they will, instead of freaking out and staying up till 3 a.m. worrying about things, you can say, you know what, this what if, maybe it will happen. Maybe it won't. But Jesus will be with me no matter what. And I trust him to get me through it. That's the life of trust and confidence we are invited to enjoy. Because that baby the angel sang about brought us God's true peace. And it's in that peace we experience God's love and discover who we were truly created to be. Imagine what it would be like to experience so much peace that now you can bring it to others. Imagine being part of a community whose goal was to bring this life of peace to the rest of the community. It bringing a, a peace that began 2,000 years ago with the birth of a baby and being part of that story and finding your role to play in carrying out that story. It'd be like one candle that then lights another candle and then lights five candles and 50 and 100 and 1,000 candles. See, Jesus made some really big claims about himself. And the biggest is that God himself sees you and knows you and loves you and likes you and is personally and intimately involved in your life. And if we simply trust him, we will experience what it truly means to be human. And we will experience the peace of God. If Jesus is who he said he is, then we can have peace with our past, present, and future now.